Hey everyone and welcome back to The Deep Dish, a space where voices will be amplified, respected, listened to, and where the only requirement is that your belief and actions do not hinder the progression of the disenfranchised. It is my hope that my conversations with these incredible guests will be the sweetest treat in your day. Let's get to it. Hey everybody and welcome back to The Deep Dish. It's Alyssa and I am here with a guest that I have recently, I'd say I would, I've known you for maybe four months. Like that's how, that's how long I've known you, but it's felt a lot longer. Um, she goes by Heden. Her name is Heather and she did not want to write her own intro. And I am interviewing her on International Women's Day. And so what I thought to myself was is, how often does Heather get poured into? So I'm going to read some of your reviews about your business to you. Oh, God, you're trying to make me cry right on it. This <laughs> really is the deep dish, isn't it? So I, I have your Google, and she has all five stars, y'all. 17 reviews, five stars, not anything below that. And the first thing says, Heather is an amazing teacher, an all-around great human being. Taking pole classes with her has been a positive part of my life. She's super encouraging. She's the hype queen. And she makes you feel like you are more than capable than any dance school. I think if you're thinking about trying pole, do not hesitate to check out Heather's studio and her. So this is Heather. (laughs) Oh my God. <laughs> this is don't stop. And, and so, <laughs> welcome to the Deep Dish, Heather. Thank you for uh, being a guest on here. I'm super stoked because uh, you are a fascinating human being, and I can't wait to ask you so many questions. I feel like that's a really nice way to describe me. You are a fascinating person. I mean, so like what I what I love is that when I first told Heather I wanted her to be, she was like, you know I cuss a lot. I'm like, it's okay. We're going to drop all the bombs, all the F-bombs. We're, we are prideful birches here. Um, <laughs> but so the way that I typically start this is I ask people, what was your favorite childhood dessert? Oh, man. You know, I should have been prepared because, like, I heard this <laughs> in the other episodes, but I was like, no, she's not going to ask me that one. Yes, I am. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, probably ice cream. Like, I lived, but not just, like, ice cream that you got at the store. I lived right down the street from an ice cream place. Um, So, like, my friends and I would try to scrounge up, like, change. We would, like... Mm-hmm find change anywhere just like mm-hmm. enough to go down ride our bikes down and like get an ice cream and usually we'd like beg them to like give us bigger <laughs> ones or like mm-hmm. we're kids we're poor just like give us something and you're an, you're a mainer oh yeah yeah been Maine my whole life where where are you originally from in Maine? <laughs> I didn't think that because i feel like i'm like really hick as shit but i was born in portland <laughs> you were born in Port- i would have not yeah. guessed that at all yeah i was born in portland um i went to school so i was born in portland i went to school in westbrook for like the first couple grades um so my pa- i think my parents had like a like an apartment or something when i was really little in portland moved to westbrook moved back to portland um, and then I went to Portland middle school until, um, seventh grade. 
And then I moved out to the Great New Gloucester area. And I've pretty much, my parents have moved back to the city, but I've just like stayed out in the So the interesting. I would have not put you, I would have definitely thought that you were from like Northern <laughs> Maine. Be, just because, I mean, it, not that you give hip vibes at all, but I just think like the, <laughs> the persona is very like Northern Mainer. It's not city Portlander, like at all. But I love that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the city, like Portland's changed a lot too. So I don't really know. I don't feel like I quite fit in with like <laughs> the like either side really. Like I feel very conflicted. The part about your story that I love is that when I met you, I was like, okay, she's a pole instructor. I'm thinking like this is like the coolest thing ever. And then you're like, my regular day, I work on cars. And I was like, what? <laughs> you work on what? like yeah I'm a mechanic I was like okay tell me how you got into being a mechanic oh man um well I really didn't like so I'll go back to the like hick thing for a minute because my family like my parents like nobody does any of that shit nobody works on anything they don't have any kind of like rural skills like barely split wood like none of that shit um so you're just out here like yeah i like turned into this whole like thing i don't know um i really worked in like restaurants like most like most of my like young you know like teens into like real early 20s um I was definitely like not making the best decisions with my life or my money or anything so I didn't really like have any skill and then I kind of got my shit together a little bit and uh I had always like been kind of like tinker a little bit here and there on my own stuff but nothing really serious at all like not very basic stuff um and then I kind of started dating this dude and he had like a you know a few cars and was kind of into that like tinkering around and I, uh, I ended up buying like a project car. Um, and very shortly after that, are you about to tell me that you taught yourself how to be a mechanic? Yes and no. Yes and no. Because I like when I started out kind of tinkering, like, yeah, I had this like shitty old car. Um, and this, you know, my boyfriend kind of knew about it or whatever. Um, but I had also, gotten a job at a body shop um mm. which is different than like mechanical stuff my uh a couple of my family members had worked for this uh place and i just i thought it would be a good change to get into something that's like more of a hands-on skill like i seem to do really well with like stuff like that where i can like touch mm. and feel and but yeah so i i actually didn't really like the body work that much and i only worked there for a couple of years and I just didn't like where I was at. And um, there's a shop down the street from where I lived. And I had a friend that worked there. And, like, I used to go down there all the time to, like, borrow tools, like, use shit there. Like, and the owner was always, like, around. <laughs> so he knew who I was. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like, I think the first time I met him, I had, like, a bunch of, like, he likes to tell people um, the first time that he met me. I, like, backed into the shop. I wasn't working there. He was like, who the fuck is this girl? And I had, like, a bunch of, like, engine. I had, like, a torn down engine in the back of my car, and I needed to use, like, some stuff in there. So he, like, 
I feel like he feels like very <laughs> prideful when he like tells people that or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just kind of kept like bothering him. And then eventually he like let me, he just offered me a job and I took it. Um, and then from there, like I've been working at that shop and, um, my friend who's kind of like the foreman there, like between him and the other guys that work there, like, it's so crazy. I've learned so much. I worked there a little over four years now. Um, and I worked at the body shop for a couple years, just crazy. Like the shit that you learn, like what I went in there knowing and what I know now is like fucking light years. And I still like, there's so much shit. Like you'll never know everything. Like, so what else do you work on? So at the shop, it's like, uh, pretty much like any like light trucks and, and like, Mm -hmm. uh, cars and shit Mm -hmm. um but then i have a bunch of bikes uh so i like you know i work on all my own stuff so i have uh three i have a motorcycle uh two dirt bikes got a mini bike little project car i got three fucking cars right now and i just accrued another one to put into another one um so i have three running cars and then i have two dead cars and then, so I just have, like, a whole fleet <laughs> of shit. Okay. So, Heather. I'll just touch anything. <laughs> Heather, how did you then get into pole? I'm just trying to understand the... <laughs> Me too. The, now, I understand, like, the tactile, like, wanting to... But when did you... When in the midst of you having all your projects, all your... <laughs> working on cars did pull into your life um so i was actually still working at the body shop when i started doing pole um i basically was like dragged to a class in new hampshire um with a a a friend and a bunch of her friends um went down to this studio it's a great studio in manchester called new perspectives um, I love everybody that works there. Like, I think they're all really knowledgeable and talented. Um, but they have this like open house kind of situation. Um, I think, I feel like they have it once a year, a couple times a year or something, but anyways, it was like this. So you could go in there and you could take, you could sign up for a, like a couple free classes basically. And they have all this aerial shit in there too. So, um, I did, uh, like, silks and pole. And I, like, I did not want to go, dude. Like, (laughs) I really didn't. I just had no interest in it. Like, So let's stop there. So, okay, you didn't want to go. Is it because you just weren't physically good at anything? Was there any other? Because I I don't want to go to pole any day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you do. And I do, right. Um, because also because you'd be like, yeah, you're going to be there. I see you register. (laughs) (laughs) But what made you, so you said you were dragged, but what made you say, okay, I'm going to try it and then also commit to going? (sighs) Um, well, my boyfriend at the time basically told me I need more friends. And I was like, (laughs) yeah, I think you're right. (laughs) So I thought okay. I just like I went with no expectation on the pole part. Like I I went to just try and like hang out with my friend and like meet new people and like I don't know. I mean it sounded like fun. It wasn't like I was like oh my god it's gonna be terrible. But 
I mean, I definitely had a high insecurity and a large level of doubt that I would be able mm. to do anything in the class. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, How were you in your first class? <laughs> uh, I mean, I could do a couple things, but definitely was like, it was just totally weird. It was like, unlike anything um i think i left there like i could kind of do a fan kick and then like Mm -hmm. a little like (laughs) fucking step around thing like i I really couldn't get any of the like tricks um Mm -hmm. so it was interesting but i don't know dude like something about it like (laughs) and then well then so we watched like a bunch of people perform they had like a showcase after the classes Mm-hmm. And I just was, like, captivated, dude. Like, I just wanted to fucking, I was like, I need to have this. Like, I don't know what this is. I need to know everything about this. I'm doing this for the rest of my life. I'm mm-hmm. going to go buy a pole. Like, where is the fucking pole <laughs> happening? And then it was like, there was, like, one pole studio up here at the time. Mm-hmm. Only one. So I was just like, okay. And it's in, um, they're still there. It's in Waterville. Um, wow. So- yeah, bro. So, like, <laughs> like, can we? So, let's give people perspective of how far Waterville is from, let's say, Portland, because that's like Portland, that's that's two hours. Two hours from Portland. So, get this. I this is even worse because I I don't know how long I went there. I probably went there for a few months um, until I was like not. I feel like I was doing some like higher level stuff. Like I wasn't advanced, but. You know, I was definitely cresting into like intermediate, more more advanced. Um, and I I had this friend, um, or I still have this friend who used to have a pole studio out here, and she stopped teaching um, for a little while, and she was like only doing private lessons, and then she had a baby, so has since like stopped. But she did teach for years. But anyways, I ended up linking up with her because she was friends with like or she was dating a guy that was friends with my boyfriend at the time if you can like follow that fucking train of people Mm. um so so anyways i'm going to the studio up up in waterville i i i just meet this girl um for the first time even though she's like she's been like in my life like i've known about her but i never knew she pulled And um, we kind of, like, started talking, and she told me about this place in Worcester called Paradigm. Massachusetts? Yeah, bitch, Massachusetts. So I started going to uh, this place called Paradigm Pole Fitness um, with the instructor Maggie Ann, uh, the owner. Maggie really, like, changed my life and, like, changed my fucking, my pole game and made me, like, Maggie is, like, the fucking goat in my eyes as soon as i started going there i was going there like a few times i would like to say every weekend but it wasn't every weekend i could make it but i really tried to go down every weekend wow um, to worcester mm-hmm. yeah it's six hours three hours there three hours back i would take like three classes in a row sometimes four and then i would drive back like dead inside <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Because there's like, a warm, there's a warm up in class. Yeah, <laughs> Did you do every warm up. Yeah, I mean sometimes she, you know, she would have mercy on me. Like she'd be like, just sit down, <laughs> just stop, just yeah, stop. So Maggie kind of, it sounds like she cemented how you kind of define you who you are as a pole 
um not dance. I, I hate to use the word pole dancer. What what's the why? I don't know. Not that I hate it. I just feel like people there is a derogatory connotation when you hear that. And I feel like it's even people who strip, it's still art. Do you know? It's like I yeah. for for our conversation, I don't want people to misconstrue that we're not talking about sh- shaking ass, even though we shake ass in class. We fan, we say a broad hello, all these things, but it's still art. And I and I think bringing light to that is important. Yeah, I mean, I think that, um, I don't know, I never really have a problem like saying, you know, I think it's pole dance. I think, you know, it came from the club. Like it, we get to do what we do because of the strippers and the sex workers and like the people that kind of like paved the way and like pioneered what it is you know Mm -hmm. um i don't really like to 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 differentiate you know it's kind of like what it is because it's all subjective i like to i like to think um the more we try to like differentiate that the more there's a them and an us you know what I mean? Like there's like yeah. a, it's that it's their side or our side. And like, mm-hmm. I really never want to be that. A, like it should be, uh, some of my best friends are strippers and you know, mm-hmm. my best friend is, she's an OG stripper, like over a decade yeah. shuts it the fuck down. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I've definitely like, I've had a lot of conversation with people because I'm, I'm always worrying like, how can I give back to that community or how can I be a person that is in support of and not hurting them uh, Mm. while I'm running a pole studio, but I'm not a dance, you know, I'm not a stripper. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, I really think, I really think not separating that, um, you know, cause maybe it's our, maybe it's your hustle, maybe it's this or that, but like just not putting that negative well, that's what I'm saying. Right. And so what I'm saying, like for me too, is I think a lot of people only sexualize the yeah. the, the work when it's like some, most of these women just get a bag, bro. Like they, <laughs> it's not, it's about the art. <laughs> it's not yeah, about you. I mean, you, know? <laughs> yeah, you can't fucking stop people being stupid about it. Right. You just have right. to like educate them, but yeah. I, I just, I, I just, um, not that I think that's like what you're saying either, oh, but no. I just, I always try to kind of like make that clear because I never want to, I mean, I don't want to walk around on eggshells either. You know, I'm going to do what I do and run my business and give back in the ways that I can give back Um, and educate people. You know, if there's like some kind of like horror phobia or like people making negative comments or shitting on other people for it's like, we don't need that. We don't support that. Like, and if, if that's going to, you know, the whole like pole Mm -hmm. fitness thing. Yeah. As you start to pull, you'll see the shit that like whole, like hashtag, not a stripper, like fuck that dude. I would, I don't think I would, there's that hashtag. Yeah. And there should not be, but there's like a whole with that hashtag, there's a whole, you know, sub, culture just like with anything like yeah there's always gonna be that there because some people are like oh you know we're classy or we wouldn't do that but i'm like you know weird because you're in the studio with almost naked you know twerking your ass like not sure 
<laughs> what makes you so like what makes you better than another person like you're just trying to pretend to be the person that you're shitting on so i mean and it this brings me to like a really good segue because you as a performer as a pole dancer right when you go out and you perform mm-hmm. for showcases or even i've even witnessed during class you being challenged or like people being like, that's not hard or like, show me what you can do in moments like that, where like you are, especially as a teacher where like, it is your business. It, this is about education, but people really try and size you up. You mean like me personally? Like I as a teacher? Yeah, I feel like sometimes, like, I feel like there was a, I, and I know you know exactly what class I'm yeah, talking just about. Yeah, give me the example. We won't name names. Right, but. but like, but like people were like, oh, it's almost as if when they're interacting with you, they, especially people who are there to maybe just take pictures or whatever the case may be, not to really be invested in the class, but, <laughs> but they're like, oh, what can you do? Oh. Show me a tri- show me a trick. Yeah, that and gets- then and then and then also people are like, oh, you own you own this business? How much do you? Pay? So so I was like, how much do you pay for rent? And I was like, excuse you. And I just I just don't think that is normal. I don't. And so I it it almost is, seems as if that when in the times that I have, and you even posted something about it on your Instagram that you ended up taking down, but how someone came up to you after a performance and told you that your tricks weren't hard. Yeah. Like the amount of people that challenge the art, what is that like? How do you deal with that first, especially as a business owner? Well, I mean, I deal with it depending on like, if it's in the class and it's a student, you know, obviously I'm going to be a lot nicer in my response that maybe <laughs> that one you're talking about with the whole like your tricks aren't hard like um oh what did i do there there we go um that was stupid like i don't even i don't know they're just trying to like <laughs> hurt my feelings like i'm not really sure it's weird because i think a lot of times when i get that i feel like it's either it's brand new students um or like parties or something you know people that kind of come in like just to see or it's like one you know they they're not invested in it yet they don't understand what it is Mm -hmm. or what I'm doing you know they do one intro class and they get all the tricks in the class and they think they're hot shit you know they have this like inflated ego and they just and I think I don't know like one of the best things that I was ever told was like put your ego aside Mm. because I feel like it's so easy to be especially as women like we I feel like as women we already are like in competition and and comparing and like already doing that in the world so when we get into a room and there's like you know sometimes you just get that one person that's like oh well what's so fucking great about you and i'm like i don't know bro like it's my studio like that's what's great like this is i don't know it's it's kind of like a case by case i try to not like take it too personally and i also try to like you know let people know like if they're just like show me something and it, it's kind of like in a rude way like i don't really entertain that because i'm not like i'm not here to just fucking do whatever you want you know you're here mm-hmm 
to learn from me and take a class. Um, I'm not here to perform for you. You didn't hire me. Like I'm a human and I'm exhausted. Like, no. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's the part of like, you know, even for when I go to class, sometimes there's a class before my class and then there's a class after my class that you're teaching. Yeah. And you're working on cars. Like where are you <laughs> finding where are you finding all this time? The other thing that is like when we're in class, the thing that people don't understand the, the part about being in class with you that is so hard is that you talk <laughs> while you do trick. So like some of our friends are doing this trick. And so I always have to ask Heather, which friend <laughs> which friend are you talking to when you're talking about me? <laughs> Because I'm like, I don't think the friend, I'm in that friend group. How do you monitor your students' progression? One of the um, reviews here is like, you're approachable and you know when to push your student. When do you know when to push? I mean, I have the logs all up here. Uh, (laughs) I feel like... Man, I don't know. Like, it's just I kind of build a relationship with all these people. Like, it's crazy to think of how many students I have and how many people I see on a regular basis. But like a lot of these people, you know, I've been seeing for a long time. Like, I know I know your body, dude. Like, I know what tricks you're doing. I know what you're working on. I know what's your weak side. I know what are your weak points. Like, so I try to between like my knowledge of you know what what your repertoire is um and then you know obviously your body's not the same every day like some shit is just not going to work out one day so kind of being able to gauge if i can tell someone's tired um if i can tell someone's getting frustrated uh stuff like that you know then i'll back off or i'll change it um and then obviously i just I always plan for whatever I teach to have a progression and a regression, you know, just in case. So like, if you're like, Hey, that's, and I try to say it in a way that's, you know, it's still encouraging. It's like, Hey, if, if this isn't working for you, like try this way, whatever. Like, yeah, I was, I was just thinking about how you typically say, do you feel comfortable with removing? And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just try to get a little extra, like, you know, because I think sometimes Actually, I think a lot of times we put like limitations on ourselves. you know, mentally it's, I mean, obviously, yes, it's a physical sport, but it's like, if I can see it, like, I know you can do it. And I think most of the time people know they can do it too. And it just takes that, sometimes it just takes that little extra attention and focus and like encouraging that one person to like get it, you know, that one time or whatever, it just... I think a lot of pull is fear. There's a so, lot of fear. So my question for you is like, when did you stop being scared of in your pole journey? Oh, I got a death wish. <laughs> um, not really. Like, I don't want to die, but I definitely will try anything. Really? I feel like I have the opposite of fear. I have the like stupidity where I just, you know, keep doing shit that's, like, I have no business doing, and I'm like, fuck it, and then I'm like, oh, my God, my back, like. (laughs) (laughs) But I love that because then you have a sense of adventure that some people would really 
be cautious about. Because I think a lot of times, like even for me, like when um, I, I knew about your studio, I think since last year, or maybe even I knew about you maybe, because I don't know how long Colleen has been doing pole. Oh man, long- like at least a year. So as long as Colleen has been doing pole, that's how long I've known about it. Damn. And, and so for me, I was like, I would love to do something like that. And Colleen's like, come. And I'm like, no. Right. For me, <laughs> for me, it was yeah. the it was this um, image of, OK, my dad's a preacher. I'm a Christian. I'm going to. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> How do I do that? And it's not because I want to take off my but I it's there's something like you said, captivating about it. Like watching even students in class, I could just sit there and do this all day <laughs> and just oogle at people because shape the shapes that are made. Like even going to the strip club, I'm like, how do you do that? That is beautiful. Yeah. And so, and so like for me, it's the sensuality that I wanted to reconnect to my body. And so when I finally was like, okay, I love to dance. The safe thing to do is salsa. I'm going to do all the Latin dancing. And I enjoy that. But what was out of my comfort zone is pole. And yeah, no, it, it took a year for me to be like, we can try this. <laughs> we can try this. I think um, I feel like most people feel that way, though. I feel like the first class is always the hardest class. You just got to make it to that first class. And there's so much anxiety and like unknown about that first class. And I think it stops people. Like I can't tell you how many times I've had like the same student, like not show up for class or sign up and cancel every single time for like a long time like repetitively like losing money late canceling they just keep doing it and then one day they finally show up and it's like and sometimes like people will message me and I have to kind of like pull them out of the trenches and be like look like let's fucking go dude let's let's go just just try it it's not like yeah and I just think it that people just don't know what to expect um you know so it's it's like you don't know what's gonna happen and you don't you really have to like shed a lot because Mm -hmm. you're not you just know you're gonna suck at it Mm -hmm. you know it's like you don't know what the fuck like everybody's like oh i don't look at my body you don't look at me i don't know how to move so many things like is it dangerous and you bring up such a good point people don't know what to expect so that brings me to my next question for you. <laughs> what do people, ex- what can people expect from an intro level class? Other than, this is what I would tell people, there are five damn flights of stairs that you have to go up <laughs> to get the steel emotion. It will kill you every single time. Yeah. Every so I single time. Tell, I don't tell anyone about the stairs. It is my first accomplishment. I, that is, to me, that is the dedication <laughs> Because if I get up there, I'm not going back downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like it is the first, it is my first goal of the night. And that's how I kind of look at it. The warm up is going to be the warm up. <laughs> <laughs> 
I know you have like a special like affection for the warm up time. Because <laughs> I don't know what Heather. I don't know if Heather's like Alyssa's here. And I know she does not like. <laughs> I'm not. It's like the same. I like. I. I mean, I add or remove like certain components depending on what class and depending on what we're working on. But a lot of the stuff that you hate is stuff that's like in every warm up. I'm like, why do we have blocks? <laughs> like, do we need blocks? Yes. But what can people expect in an intro level class um, to to help take away some of those fears? of like what would you want to let them know to help Hmm. alleviate those fears well uh it's intro class so you don't need to start with anything like strength skill background none of that matters nobody cares we're not doing like flips i promise um yeah i mean it's like hard to describe um it just is like, you know, so we're just we just start right off just some base basic movements, maybe a couple basic tricks. Um, I give you some small transitions and, and try to give you a lot of little pieces so that you can kind of form your own sequence at the end of the class. Obviously, I'm there, you know, so you can ask me questions. I will watch you. I will correct you. I I'm a revolving fucking door around the room the whole time. And it's just not as scary as you think it is. It's changed my life in so many weird and amazing ways. And I just like, I just want everybody to just try like one fucking class, dude. Like just spend one hour of your time doing something that you, that's risky, you know, Mm -hmm. that you're like taking a personal risk like just let go do it once and if you don't like it you never have to do it again but you will like it obviously so you'll keep coming back and I think like it's one of the best communities that I think I've been a part of I I can't there's like it's one of the most beautiful communities that I've been a part of like people will in will be in class and we'll watch each other and we'll see someone struggling to get a trick and once they get it like people cheer and they clap yeah and there's there's not many spaces for women like that how does it feel <clears throat> to have cultivated that type of a space it's really surreal. Like, I feel like that's something that I really enjoyed about it when I started polling. Um, and then when I decided that I wanted to teach, I really had this big vision of like, because at the time there was nothing in Portland, like it was just that one studio up north. So like, I really felt like I fucking brought it down here. I centralized this shit. It was crazy. I didn't know what to expect. And it just like blew up and there were so many people and it really grew. Now this is hot at um, the dance studio before this. Um, And then when I opened my own space a year ago, you know, so I've been teaching for a few years now. It just, it's bigger than me. And it's Mm -hmm. like, that's like the beautiful thing about it is it's like, I watch like as much as I'm invested in everybody, everybody's like journey and progress, like everyone is invested in each other's journey and progress so it's Mm -hmm. like it's really fun to watch see things like friendships and and stuff like that kind of unfold without me having to like I don't have to like pull those strings it's just like 
a community that's happening and growing. And yeah, there is like a weird, crazy how like supportive and like fun and like everybody is cool with everything. Yeah, it just it's always been that way. And it's not like, obviously, I would never tolerate anything less. And I think the people that have those kind of big egos or not a team player or like really can't get out of their own way for whatever reason, like those people tend to not come back. You know, they kind of weed themselves out because they they're not ready to to let go and be part of something bigger, you know? And I think uh I don't know. It feels weird. It feel like sometimes I'm like, am I running a business? Dude? Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm not old enough. <laughs> Is this mine? For yeah. <laughs> Who lives here? <laughs> Who let me do this? Yeah. Yeah. No, but I feel like you have a special connection with your students that um, it's e- every relationship is unique. And I feel like they all feel like they have a special bond with you. And it's very interesting to see. So when I say galvanizing (laughs) around you, like people are very dedicated to you and your studio. I think it, from what I can see, they climb, they climb up them stairs. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And on top of that, I think people like seeing you perform. So what is the difference between teacher and Heaton? <laughs> oh man, he- Heathen is her pole dancer name, right? Is it Heathen? It's Heathen, like with a th. I don't really think I'm like a great performer right now. Like I just kind of started performing, like more recently. Um, I had done like a couple performances last year, but I I wasn't really like super proud of them. Um, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, and I feel like. I definitely get in my own head when I'm, like, creating. Uh, but when I get on stage, like, you know, I'm, like, fucking like- up. But I'm so- I feel like a wild animal, dude. Like, that's really what I feel like. Like, but, like in class, it's, like, you know, everything's so, like, structured, mm. you know, to me. And that, mm. you know, and that's how, like, I like to teach. Um, but when I'm performing, you know, it's totally different because I'm not really I'm not competing in a pole competition. You know, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Nobody knows what the hell I'm doing. Like, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out who I am as a performer, I guess. Do you freestyle your? Well, sometimes I have to when I fuck up or if I get the problem with like the set, like when I go out to perform is usually I don't really have time to practice or warm up the pole. So I have no idea what it's going to be like. So we, so there's pretty much every single time I've ever performed anywhere, there's always something that I, either I fuck up um, because I'm just getting too excited. I'm moving around. I'm like, oh, fuck, wait, this is a shit. And then I'm like, you know, I'm like, whatever, we'll just do this. Um, or like, there's things like I'll go to do something and I'm like, no, like that's like not sticking right now or I can't hold that right now. So I'll have to like do something else. So sometimes, yeah, I just kind of like, but usually I try to, I'd like to say I'm really prepared, but I usually like panic until like the, like a couple weeks before I'm gonna do it and I'm like oh my god and then I just like it's terrible like I need more preparation I like to be prepared 
but I like, you know, so I'll like have like chaos. a loose idea of what I'm doing. Um, so I feel like the part, like my weak points as a performer, in my opinion, is because of the lack of preparation. So I don't, I'm not as seamless. Um, also, I just, I struggle with like things that are not on the pole or like not in a choreography that I'm sequencing. So like This was arms. supposed to be positive and you're telling me all the negative things that well, are different you about you and me, Eden. Like, what the I didn't want to <laughs> I don't want to hear that one. <laughs> well, no, it's not like, I don't think it's negative. It's just like. These are like goals of mine, you know, mm, like I'm mm-hmm. looking at my performances and yes, like, you know, I pick apart every video just like anybody else. Yeah. Um, But I'm like, okay, like this could be, you know, this is how I can make this better and, and, and make my goal of like who I am envisioning in my head a reality. For me, I guess, I do you feel freer? when you are performing or like freestyling than you do in class when do you feel free and or is that at home like yeah that's like when i'm just like doing my own thing mm. i mean there is with a performance for sure but it still is like there's a rigidity to it um and this obviously with class you know is is planned so that's not you know I I mean we get to work on what I want you to work on which is great but it's mm-hmm. not um but yeah it's not really I think about you right no I think my own practice or like even when I'm taking a class and get to be a student you know those are probably the times where I feel the most connected to like you know why I started doing it in the first place when you are in your free space and practicing what is it like a zen for you what is that i watch people i they get into a zone and i'm like i i I don't know if they feel free or if they're like i just love it here and i'm like i wonder what that feeling is (laughs) what is that think that you're on like the right there is like a there's a moment but i feel and i don't know if this is for everyone um but for me, it's definitely, it happens in small, very small moments during my practice. You know, because when you're doing a combo or something, you're like trying to teach yourself something, you know, it's like you're hammering this thing, hammering this thing, at least like, I don't know. I don't know how other people do it, but this is how I do it. I see something I like, I fuck go at it fucking 10, 20 times, like just nonstop until I get it. And then it's like these little moments where I'm like finding exploration or even sometimes when I like fail at something and then I start doing something else. Um, you know, it's just those little those little silent moments where you're not really thinking of like, oh, hold this longer, hold this longer, oh, squeeze this, ah, fuck, that hurts, oh, breathing, what's that? Oh, I'm upside down, <laughs> my neck feels weird. Like, <laughs> I feel like there's like a whole narration that happens and every once in a while it like shuts the fuck up and you're just mm. like moving, like you're like, I don't know, I definitely think it's like a, almost kind of like a flow state you know like where a lot of people talk about like dancing and stuff you kind of like you really like get into your body and like connect with the movement that you're doing for me I definitely feel like musicality is like a big thing like I I get really into like music that I'm listening to so sometimes like the music's just hitting and I'm just like 
doing something or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and just having fun. Like being a teacher is like, I don't think people realize like how much your practice gets put on the back burner when you teach. You're constantly filling everyone else's cup from a yeah. half empty cup that you already have. <laughs> so it's like those little moments where I get to like, you know, they're not often as much as they used to be, but when they are around, it's like I'll hold them forever. Mm. Yeah. What has Paul taught you that you've applied to like real life? So many things. So many things. Just for myself, like it's given me so much confidence. Um, like before I did pole, like there was no fucking way I was like walking around in a bathing suit. Nobody was looking at me, like, don't look at my body, don't look at me, like just like dressing like a fucking I mean, I don't know. I still kinda dress like <laughs> a teenage boy most of the time, but you know, I just, like, didn't, I don't know, I just, like, didn't have any kind of, like, uh, confidence or, like, I feel like I have gotten, have gained, I shouldn't say gotten, but I've gained a lot of confidence and self-worth from putting my physical body through such, like, through the fucking ringer and, like, critiquing and letting other people in to critique and, and kind of shedding that ego and, like, welcoming others to to cheer me on and and cheering other people on because I think too you know I definitely had a um and I think sometimes you know I still struggle this here and there but definitely had kind of like the scarcity mindset you know at first oh like I'm only like worthy if I'm like the best one here and if someone else is better than me and they come in here that's not going to be good you know it's going to take away from but just like surrounding myself with people that are profoundly amazing at something that like I also love. It's giving me a lot of connection, taking better care of my body, like stretching and extra, you know, like doing kind of mm-hmm. stuff like that, eating better. I feel like it's just changed my personality. Like, you think so? I think so because I interact with a lot of people and I just feel like I, I feel like teaching and like having my business and, and, and being able to do this is definitely like it, it with pole too. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of like I feel like I have a voice and I feel valued and I feel like I have the capacity to listen and, and be compassionate for other people, too. And like, I don't know. It's definitely taken me out of my shell. Yeah, because I think, you know, because even when I think about when I first when my very first class was a low flow class. And yeah. um, I could not find the door to the, and you came out, you had a hoodie on oh, and yeah. some pants. And I was like, excuse me. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, do you, <laughs> like, do you know where Steel Emotion is? You're like, yeah, it's up there. I'm like, oh, you're like, I'm the owner. I was like, really? Oh, okay. I was like, yeah. Because I would, you did not, you know, for some reason, and this is, you know, the, having those preconceived notions i expected some tall blondes like, oh god yeah you know what i mean like i just yeah. had this idea of who would own a pole studio i just had this idea and then knowing that like you completely helped me 
shed so much stereotypes around it. Cause I, I felt like I learned about you at like in layers. One minute I was, they were like, yeah, and she's a mechanic. I was like, wait. <laughs> I love how that's like, that's really like the stopping point for you is like, it the is because thing. it is, it is so contrast. It's not what I would think would be your I, side hustle. I, I live a strange life. I have an odd suits you. life dynamic. Well, I made it to me, you know? Like, hey. I I made this my life. And um, how does that feel? feels pretty weird. I spent, like, the better part of my life as an alcoholic and a drug addict. So, in my mm-hmm. sobriety, I found pole, and I, like, started working on cars, and I, like, just, like, got my hands in so many things and like my life is taken like it's like be it's like several 360s and then it like got on a fucking spaceship and like went through a wormhole and like came out to like who knows where because it's totally different from (laughs) from what you expected yeah you know what else is funny too is i feel like a lot of people like i feel like the first thing most people say like when they find out that i work on cars they're like oh my god i bet like so many people hit on you i bet like blah blah so like i was single for a while and i was literally like there is literally no one that has even told me i look pretty okay like can someone (laughs) it's like it's it's, somebody hit on me damn it (laughs) yeah i got i was single for like a year and a half um out of like a long-term relationship and we had it was so funny like this is totally off topic but we had this fucking crew like paving our driveway at the garage Mm -hmm. so and it was like a huge crew like there must have been like 15 20 dudes like young dudes (laughs) no shirts like i was like oh yeah for sure like someone's gonna try to slide my like you just try it like i'm not that (laughs) and then i was like nobody's even looking at me like nobody cares and then the like dude that was like running the crew who was like he was an old man like i feel like i feel like he was like middle-aged right like not that old like 40 but he looked like he'd worked outside his whole life so his skin was like a leather bag (laughs) And he was like, hey, you haven't been on the back of a motorcycle? And I was like, oh, my God, no, (laughs) not you. So it's like the dynamic is cool, but I feel like it it doesn't really serve me that much. It just, like, hurts my body a lot. Like (laughs) That sucks. (laughs) I I was like the imagery that i got was like oh no yeah (laughs) oh no see i mean like i look at you as goals as far as like what i can potentially ever accomplish in pole if that's what i want to do and i think your your teaching style has helped in a lot of that because like it can be very defeating (laughs) to come the class you don't stick things yeah that's like the hardest that's like the hardest thing about like teaching. That's mm. the hardest thing about pole. Nobody, I had a lot of friends that like taught pole and stuff. So, like, when I was starting out, you know, I would like ask people questions. Like, I had a lot of people give me advice, whatever. 
no not one fucking person explained to me that i would have like crying students and like nobody explained that part to me so i didn't even think about that even though i myself have left <laughs> classes crying like yeah because i'm just like oh my god like i didn't get anything like da 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 but like you it's a mindset that like that that becomes less i think as you get more experience with pole and do it for longer you realize like i mean and some people don't it's a hard journey for the people that don't but i think a lot of people realize that it's not it's not about getting the one trick and then like never doing it again you know like it's about like developing your own repertoire and then perfecting like your style of movement into that and then like it's about the fucking journey it's just like mm pushing your body and seeing what it's capable of and like it's fucking hard there's no way around that and there's no way to like really soften that either because i think even intro class you know some of the stuff in there can be difficult but it's like i think it all of it's yeah and i i think that you know obviously everybody has different bodies and different like levels and and things that are going to work well for you that may never work for someone else and i think that's just a hard thing to get over especially when you're in like a vulnerable place where you're like trying something you, you kind of start listening to that like little negative voice inside and it's just like you know you're not doing well you should be doing this and i think we kind of set these weird standards for ourselves. like we look on fucking instagram and we save a thousand combos and like <laughs> look at all this crazy shit we're never like we have no business doing and it's like some of these people like gymnastics background they train fucking like all week it's like some people really dedicate their lives to it and it shows. So like if you're going to one class a week and you've been pulling for a month, like please calm down. You're not going to iron <laughs> X right now. It's going to be fine. Like Again, with my preconceived notions, I take salsa lessons. I've been taking salsa dancing for six years. In my mind, I never said to myself, oh my God, I have to use my arms and pull. Like although I lit logically that makes it makes sense i you have to use your arms on the pole but it never just clicked for me until i went to class that oh my god you need upper body strength bitch it's not it's not just about using your oh my god you're you need to use your core i think people going back to people like oh that's not hard it's a lot harder than it than it appears because even when i watch you do tricks and she's talking <laughs> but it's <laughs> but it's taking you time to get there yeah dude yeah i wasn't like born like that i wasn't like <laughs> oh i just <laughs> i can do this now and that's another thing too is like i try to i try to when i feel like people are kind of in that state i try to my best to help them like rein that back in like we need to focus on what you are doing what your goals are what's in your body and what you are working on right now to get there not what this person over here is doing because this person has a completely different journey background experience level body like goal list insecurity like this girl this person is a different life than you over here like so i think we we compare ourselves and then all of a sudden discredit everything we've done like all the hard work we've done because mm. we see another there's like this saying um or it's not a saying but it was kind of like this study 
um and i'm gonna like fuck this up horribly there's i'm sure there's like sayings about it too but like there was a study with um i believe there were like two either i think there were like two chimpanzees or something and they were like rewarding these chimpanzees with treats they like gave one chimpanzee like a banana or something and this motherfucker was like so happy jumping around like super satisfied with this banana great until they gave the other one a grape a much sweeter treat and all of a sudden the one with the banana did not fucking want it like just threw it didn't want it was like over it was angry wanted the grape a lot of times like we and i do it too like we all do it you know i'll get i'll be working on something i'm like yeah like this is good i feel like i'm gonna get this soon like i feel like i'm working hard and it's paying off and then i look over this motherfucker over here is doing it and i'm just like you know what i'm trash like everything <laughs> about me is garbage it's just like i feel like we we add that in there and then it ruins it you know but it, yeah. there is something really special like everybody's working hard in class you're physically doing something fucking insane with your body no, I tell people it took me three months to be able to stick a sit. A sit. <laughs> for, those, for those who pole dance will know what that is. Three months for me to stick that. And I still can't climb. You can yet. climb. I saw you do it. Oh, well, you say anything <laughs> off the floor is a climb. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's you do. Yeah, sure. I can't climb the way that I see other people climb and not that I'm comparing myself to it, but that looks like what climbing looks like. They're able to actually move <laughs> vertically up the pole. I stay in one spot. So I know what I'm not doing and I appreciate your encouragement, but I don't be climbing y'all. Don't let Heather be lying to y'all. Um <laughs> I don't know. You're, you like downplay it a lot. <laughs> it's it's just like a it's a determination thing. Like if between that and like just working towards it, and the more you practice it, like it's like with anything. The more you practice, the better you're gonna get, and the more find ways to make it your own. Which I think is something that is also really special about it. Is like n nothing looks the same on everyone. You know. It's, and that's a really good segue because I was gonna talk about. I was gonna ask you about. Um, you were talking about how everybody's body is different. And it, it, it kind of brings back to, I think, a clip that I posted on my social media about, you know, you kind of giving me like this pep talk, like everybody's body is different. I think the thing about poll that that surprised me is that it's not a do and copy, like show and copy. It's like a show and figure out because I need to figure like you can show me what to do, but I need to figure out how to do that with my body. And yeah. that that has been the biggest mindfuck <laughs> that I've ever experienced in my life. Because to, again, going back to salsa, to be able to see and do, you know, like I can copy at least. I, I can at least make my feet do that footwork. That is not applicable in pole. No, not really. <laughs> no, because and sometimes like different cues make sense for different people too. So sometimes you might, I might say something in class and I might have this cue like, oh, you know, do this with your whatever, your leg, your, your knee. And, you know, that just might not resonate with someone. So you kind of have to think of, you know, between me and maybe things other students say, like people in the room, you know, you, 
you have to kind of gather like oh sometimes it's just wording you know sometimes it's as simple as that i think everybody you know they see the poll and they see all the crazy stuff and they're like i'm just gonna fucking fling upside down i'm gonna kick and i'm gonna do all this crazy shit i'm like "Mm, we gotta like (laughs) we just gotta tone it down a little you know i love the energy but let's harness it into something safe (laughs) right and so being an instructor you did also mention how you are pouring into people from a a not an empty cup but sometimes half empty cup what do you do to take care of yourself um, when you are <laughs> depleted. Oh man, I gotta be completely, uh, completely honest. I'm not really good at that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I so basically like. I definitely need to sleep more. I like don't sleep a lot. Um, I don't know, dude. Like, I just fucking go. Like. Mm. I work all week and then I teach class after work and then I kind of work with Tinker a little round on the weekend. I always try to do something fun um, and kind of like relax at least like one day. Um, Like usually Sundays are kind of like those like kind of chill days where I might just kick it. And I try to kind of like a lot at least like one day where I'm, I'm not working because pretty much every other day I am in some form or another. Um, but I kind of like, I don't know. I always wonder like how sustainable is it? I feel like a lot of people that know me and like know my schedule are like, what is wrong with you? Like, how are you doing this? And I'm like, I don't know, dude. I don't really know how to answer that. Cause I don't really think that I take that great care of myself. Like I eat well, I sleep a little bit and I work a lot. So I don't recommend any of those. <laughs> Except for eating well, I recommend, but like the other two things, maybe do less of those. I don't know. I definitely have. Yeah. I mean, I have like hobbies and stuff. So I, you know, like working on cars, like I have all my own little projects. So like, I like to think that I have like a hobby for each season. Every season, there's something different that I'm doing. And my life is like consumed by that one thing and work. So I just kind of cycle through you know, those, and that, that really, like, feeds my, my inner child, and my need for, like, adrenaline, and, yeah. you know, all that. I love that, I love that. Mm-hmm. So, where do you see Steel in Motion a year from now? I really, really want a bigger space. Um, I pretty much look at spaces every single day, um, and, and, these times prices are fucking terrible it's insane i know right so uh, that's my goal like i would really love like what i see in the future is like a bigger space so i can at least have like one or two more poles less stairs parking lot like i'm trying to get someplace with a fucking parking lot (laughs) that isn't in like the shithole of like tourist I don't plan on not teaching. Like, I think it's just going to get better and and bigger and hopefully uh, maybe have, like, another teacher. And I would like to, you know, expand a little bit. And really, like, what I fantasize about is, like, 
big student showcase like what like a lot of other studios do where like Ooh. yeah like the students will like perform like their own piece and like their friends and family can come and there's enough room for everybody to like sit down and like do all that shit like that would be tight i want it to be in our space our big space like mm-hmm. because it is ours you know like yeah it's my business but like it's not mine you know it, it belongs it feels- to everyone it definitely feels like a community space when you're there. Yeah, it is. Um, and so my last two questions for you are going to be what you're going to say to your new students and to your current students. To the new students, like we were talking about earlier, who are apprehensive of coming, who are listening to this and like, okay, I'm going to sign up for that intro class. Um, what's the encouragement that you would give them so that they don't cancel and lose money and all this type of stuff that they actually go to the class that they sign up for. And then for your current students, what advice would you give us for when we do feel as if we are, we aren't sticking things and we're getting frustrated with ourselves. So I'm going to ask for two different types of advice because we deal with two different types of things. (laughs) Yeah, totally. I'm so bad at like, like selling myself, you know what I mean? I'm like, here, that's steel in motion. You get like, I can't do that. Uh, I don't know, man, like you just you really just have to come experience it. Like if you have any small interest in it, you just have to fucking just have to let go of that fear for one hour. I promise you, nothing bad will happen. And you might just find something like totally fucking life-changing out of one hour in a $15 class. That's why I make the classes, your first class, like, cheap. Because I want you to be able to come and experience it for yourself. Because it really can't explain it. It's just fucking magical. And you have to come. And you can't cancel. And if you cancel... We'll be sad. Yeah. There's a late cancellation policy, too. And you're not going to like that if you lose that $15. Because then you won't be able to buy another class of $15. I mean, seriously. Yeah, it's just a whole thing. Just don't even do that. Just come to the class. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and please can y'all adhere to the 12 hour cancellation i'm sick of her posting yeah, god damn dude <laughs> every <laughs> other post is about the damn cancellation you ain't getting your money back it's 12 hours okay thank you oh my god okay. and it's not like i'm not like a big stickler about it like if you message me and you're like i have all yeah. this shit going on like i'll take you off but like if you just don't yeah. show up like i'm sorry but you're a jerk so to your current students Mm -hmm. that sometimes can get discouraged because again we may feel as if like we should be at a certain spot as it comes to our pole journey for someone who has been through your own ebbs and flows what advice would you give us i don't know it's hard when i'm like not like there you know when it's it's not happening Uh, y'all figure it out okay The same thing for the interests. Just come to class. Just don't. It's fine. <laughs> um, no, I think, uh, you know, I mean, I, I obviously encounter this often in class, after class. People message me sometimes. Um, people try to message me and then, like, tear themselves down. And I have to, like, put a stop to it. Uh, because I think 
it's really hard. I think a lot of people are really good at negative self-talk, including myself. We're all insecure. We're trying new shit, like, with our body. We're trying crazy stuff. Like, people need to remember that, like, we're in here, we're working hard, and even if you don't get something the first try, that doesn't mean that you're never going to get it. It doesn't mean that it's not possible, and it doesn't mean that your worth is not tied to this fucking pole trick. If you can't do this pole trick right now, that doesn't mean that you're not worthy of anything. That you're still a fantastic person and you're still in class working your ass off. You're here. Like, be proud of what you're doing and what you have done and what your body is, is giving to you you know, and be kind. It's really hard to do that. And I think again, like, you know, especially as, as women, when you're in a space with all other women and you're all like physically doing something, it's just, I think just the way that we've been brought up and the way our society is, you know, like we're very comparative. Mm -hmm. So it's i think pull that community it's like it you're really you're breaking that shit down every time you come you're getting less and less phased by that shit every time you come you know so and obviously it's like person by person sometimes people are like often i think people walk they try or they try to run before they can walk mm. and there is like it's like you're, there's so many fundamental things that that need to be in your body to do something safely and yeah. securely with strength and control so like if you want to fling yourself in this and feel terrible and get hurt and like you know then yeah keep hammering it that way and getting disappointed and frustrated and getting st you know pushed back when you're injured or here we go. Working from the bottom, fucking stepping it up, pushing it a little harder each time. Maybe we take the hand off. Maybe we don't still look <laughs> sick either way. Yeah. I mean, it is, it's, it's been, um, a bright light in my life since I started and I actually look forward to going and really? as much as do you really I look do. forward to going? I it's do. just the warm up, isn't it? <laughs> it? You know, no, I mean, no, there are times where in class I feel defeated and I'm like, I don't know why Heather keeps saying some of our friends. Cause she's over here looking at me and she knows I'm not the friend that can, that can do that yet. But I think it's the challenge. I don't think I've been, mentally challenged in that way and literally when I say the stairs are my goal I, I just I have to look at them for a second but the more <laughs> that I'm coming to class like I'm finding small moments of progression that I even notice oh I'm actually yeah putting it's this subtle plank. yeah it's like, you're like you. you're like oh I'm holding this plank for a very long time or like I'm not getting winded as much as I used to going up the stairs. You know, there are just things that subtle moments, like you said, of joy. And then you're like, oh, well, I didn't <laughs> you I know what's something, it. you know, what's something that I also do. And a big reason why I give free time at the end of each class 
Um, and it tends to like run over too. Like I, you know, I usually allot like 10 minutes. Um, Mm -hmm. and I really like to end each class with each person being able to do what they want to do. Some people want to continue to practice what they learn in class. Some people want to do a trick that they love doing. So, you know, I feel like that's also really important too, is I always, especially if I notice someone is having a hard time. I try to incorporate that in the end and push for them to do that thing. Like, hey, you know what? Why don't we, this is free time. Like, come on, get your camera out. Do that thing you love doing. Like, you don't have to show anyone, but like, you want to see this later. Like, you want to feel this. Like, you need to end this with something you love because that's why you're here. You're here because you fucking love this. Just like, we're a sick bunch, dude. It hurts. And it's hard and it's frustrating, but it's also like so many other amazing things. It's like once you're in it, you're like, wow, that makes sense. Yeah, it's like a cult. I love it. It's not a cult. (laughs) It's fine. Just kind of class. It's fine. The last question is, what am I like as a student? I love you as a student, dude. You're so fun. (laughs) You're definitely like feisty. Sometimes you're like, no, and I'm like, yes, just do the thing. And sometimes I have to be feisty back and I'm just like, "Mm, do it. And then I turn around and I don't look at you. But what I'm really doing is looking at you through the mirror, but you think I'm turned away and I'm watching you the whole time. Uh, But you're hilarious and you like entertain like my bullshit too. So I feel like anybody that will like, let me, you know. Yeah. joke around and like be s- stupid is I like that but I what another thing is like I love seeing the different body types in class I think that that is another thing that people like I expected I was like I'm gonna probably be the only plus size girl in this class no and way. Here, are all, here are all these little people like skinny people and that was not my first class was not met with that there were women that were bigger than me smaller than me and I was like and they were in nothing and I was like this is where I want to be because that type of confidence I wanted yeah there's no limit it's not well you have to be over 18 that's the limit that's but any other (laughs) we're down with anything else there my um, intro class that I had last week there was a group of five women, and it was one lady's 60th birthday. They threw down. They went off. I love they, that. Yeah, like, it's any age, any size, any gender, like, any person. Like, I also accept dogs sometimes, not as students, <laughs> but just assistants. So, you know, if you have, like, a little pop you want to bring in. I'm so glad that we got to have this steel emotions great and so you, they can follow you on steel emotion all one word at on instagram yep steel emotion 207 and what is your handle my instagram handle is hd3mon and that's where you will find heather and that's all of her amazingness yeah that's where you find all my bullshit and my bike <laughs> yeah and you know what i want you as a student of mine if -hmm. you ever need some encouragement you can go right over to my instagram go right under my little highlights there's a fuck ups reel so if you feel like you would like to watch some of that 
of your fuck ups? I put all my fuck ups in there. Well, all like that? the ones that I got recorded. <laughs> so why do you do that? Cause people think I'm like fucking. They go to class and they think that I'm not a real person and I don't fuck up constantly. And I'm like, bro, like I took class before this and I did not get one thing in my class. Like struggling the whole time is like, don't get it twisted. This shit doesn't stop. Like it just Great. gets weirder. <laughs> it just gets weirder. It moves something around. To look, something to look forward to. Yeah, so if you ever feel bad, you just go over and you take, you take a little look at HD's fuck-ups. Maybe that'll make you feel better. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>